It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, the show that's so nice. We do it twice, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker. He's Joe Dolan. You know the drill. We're not messing around. We're getting right to the Niners and the Raiders, Joe. Yeah, Niners. George Kittle has been the biggest beneficiary of Debo Samuel being out of the lineup. I picked him up for free in a guillotine league. I could not be happier about it. I mean, he's really carried me of late. Um, and then the, then you look at the, the 49er offense, and it's pretty simple. Brock Purdy putting up some decent enough numbers. Um, by the way, um, in case you're wondering about the Raider defense, they did give up seven catches and 66 receiving yards to Pat Fryermuth last week. So I love George Kittle this week in particular. They slowed down Najee Harris, but Christian McCaffrey is a guy you got to start anyway. Unfortunately, I mean, whew, what if McCaffrey didn't score that late touchdown uh, last week? Because, we, I mean, that probably saved a lot of fantasy matchups. And McCaffrey having just uh, 50, uh, 58 yards from scrimmage in that game last week was probably a big surprise against the commanders, but that touchdown did certainly help matters. I think at this point, if you, if you have any of the 49ers, you know what you're doing. You got to start Kittle. You got to start McCaffrey. You probably got to start Brandon Ayuk because they are a very narrow fantasy team right now with Brock Purdy at quarterback and no Debo Samuel. What about the Raiders, Joe? So disappointing, extremely disappointing. And Here's the weird part about the Raiders. And it was a part early in the season that was kind of weird about them. They have struggled to get their offense going when they've had more weapons. It's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. But against Pittsburgh, I mean, Josh Jacobs can't get going. Devontae Adams, since Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller returned to the lineup, has six catches for 43 yards on 18 targets. Literally the least efficient wide receiver in all of football. What is, I, I don't understand it. Why are they struggling so much with these guys on the field, Waller and Renfro, to move the football? You know, Waller and Renfro actually were their two leading receivers against the Steelers. But it didn't work out for them. Derek Carr threw three picks in that game. Josh McDaniels apparently has not ruled out benching Derek Carr. Look, if you've got Devontae Adams and, and Josh Jacobs, you've got to play them. You, you've, got, you've got no choice. Like, I'm not – but unfortunately, this is a devastating matchup. Now, if you want to look at a silver lining – Three Washington wide receivers scored last week. McLaren, Dotson, Samuel. They've got to get, they have got to get Devontae Adams going in this game. And and look, their season's over. They're eliminated from the playoffs. We'll see if there's a quarterback change here as well. Very interesting. Jets and Seahawks, Joe? So the Seahawks are in a pretty bad slump, unfortunately. They've lost five of their last six games. Um, but the one thing that hasn't been a that bad in that has been the performance of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who are actually the PPR wide receiver 11 and 12 by fantasy points per game uh, over that span. Now, of course, we don't know about Lockett. 
he potentially could play this week after missing last week with a finger injury. Uh, our Dr. Edwin Porras at FantasyPoints.com said it was very similar to an injury that cost Chris Godwin one game a couple of years ago. Um, I think Lockett's their best receiver. To, like, I just think he's the guy who both Russell Wilson and Geno Smith have kind of gone to when they really need to move the chains. Um, and he was a big loss last week. And then, of course, Marquise Goodwin, who I love last week, ended up with a goose egg after jamming his wrist and injuring his wrist. Um, so they really need Tyler Lockett back in this game due to the Seahawks. Unfortunately for the entire team, it's a brutal matchup. A really bad matchup. Um, we saw Trevor Lawrence obviously didn't throw a touchdown uh, against the Jets. Um, Evan Ingram had 113 receiving yards. No other Jaguar had more than 29, which was Travis Etienne. So Christian Kirk had three catches for 22 yards. It is a brutal matchup for those wide receivers uh, in this game. I expect Seattle to run the ball quite a bit with Kenneth Walker against the Jets because that seems to be the best way to attack this Jet defense. Mike White is back, Joe. Yes, he is. Tariq Woolen, though, really good corner. Seahawks like have have some talent on the back end. Now, of course, last week, um, Seattle going against Kansas City. They end up giving up big production to Travis Kelsey. But Matt, Patrick Mahomes threw for only 224 and two touchdowns in that game. Didn't need to do a whole lot more than that. But Seattle can play some defense. I expect this to be a pretty low-scoring game overall. We've got a total of 42 in this one with the Seahawks as underdogs at home. Uh, look, I think Garrett Wilson is more than viable in this game. I think Bam Knight gets a new lease on life um, with uh, with Mike White at quarterback. Of course, Bam Knight, six carries for negative two yards against the Jaguars. That The Streveler thing, I don't know, Zach Wilson. But Garrett Wilson, viable. Bam Knight, viable. In week 17, even with Mike White, I'm not going back to the Elijah Moore wealth. I, I can't do that in my championship. Let's talk Vikings-Packers. I guess the game doesn't really mean that much to the Vikings, although they could still get the number one seed theoretically. They and they probably don't want to play the Packers in the playoffs. It'd be a good time mm-hmm. to get rid of them now. Yeah, so um, the Vikings can – look, for the Vikings, this is obviously a rivalry game eliminate the Packers and Aaron Rodgers season. Um, the the story for the Vikings has been, and, and we talk about the Vikings as the same team every week. Since TJ Hawkinson joined the Vikings in week nine, uh, my guy Scott Barrett really dug into this at fantasypoints.com. He averages 9.1 targets, which would lead the position over the full season. 15.9 expected fantasy points per game, which is second most behind Travis Kelsey. And 14.2 fantasy points per game, actual fantasy points per game. Again, second most behind Travis Kelsey. Minnesota traded for TJ Hawkinson and has a plan for TJ Hawkinson. And he's kind of usurped Adam Thielen as the number two target in this offense behind Justin Jefferson. He wrecked the slate last week. You just got to keep rolling with TJ Hawkinson. Look, even in that game uh, in week 15 on Saturday, the game against the Colts, the great comeback, even though Hawkinson only had three catches for 33 yards, he was targeted nine times. So his usage has been exceptional. His performance has been exceptional. He is their new number two receiver ahead of Adam Thielen in that offense for Kirk Cousins. Wow. Packers? So this is obviously a glorious matchup. Um, the Vikings have been hemorrhaging fantasy points through the air all season. Look, you get they gave up – Daniel Jones, I thought, played pretty well last week. 
you gave up 334 passing yards to Daniel Jones throwing the ball to Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins. I know Christian Watson's banged up. He's uh, he's day-to-day per Matt LaFleur. But, man, if there was ever a time to start Alan Lazard or to pick up and start Romeo Dobbs, if Watson doesn't go, this is it. This is the matchup to do it. Um, and, of course, cold weather. A.J. Dillon has scored in five straight games. This is A.J. Dillon weather in this game. The Packers are fighting for their playoff lives. Expect the Green Bay Packers to come out with a plan of attack in this one. A.J. Dillon, RB2 radar. Aaron Jones has been dinged up, so you got to knock him down. But keep an eye on that wide receiver situation because Romeo Dobbs could be a guy who you're talking about in in, uh, in, in two years. Like, oh, man, remember that time Romeo Dobbs won me my fantasy championship? Remember that time Alan Lazard won me my fantasy championship? Would not be shocked if Christian Watson doesn't play if one of these guys does it for you in Week 17 this year. Of course, Christian Watson, if he does play, you start him in this glorious matchup. So, Joe, before we get to the next game, which is Rams-Chargers, I want to make sure everybody has a great idea to manage their money in 2023. It's called Rocket Money. Formerly known as Truebill, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Streaming service, you just want to watch one show, you, free trial, you never even use, you know the deal. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash feast. You can literally just press cancel on these subscriptions and rocket money cancels it for you. Incredible. That's rocketmoney.com slash feast rocketmoney.com slash feast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the battle for L.A., Joe. It's the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah, um, the Rams whipping the tails of, uh, of the Broncos and just embarrassing them. Now that we do know that the chargers have been a run funnel defense this year. And Cam Akers is coming off maybe the best game of his NFL career scoring three touchdowns against the Broncos. You start Cam Akers. I mean, if, if you rostered him this far, he's on your team, he's in your, on your championship roster and you just saw him score three touchdowns and he's got a good matchup against the chargers. I don't see how you don't start Cam Akers. Other than that, as good as Baker Mayfield was in that game, as well as he played, I don't know. I, I just can't get myself to to start Tyler Higby. I just I'm not I'm just not going to fall for that. I'm not doing it. He had a great game against the Broncos, no doubt about it. But I'm just not going to do it. This is Cam Akers or bust for me for the LA Rams. I I just don't know how I could trust Tyler Higby knowing the goose egg potential that he possesses. What about the Chargers, Joe? Um Look, 
believe me, the, the Justin Herbert debate is just exhausting. But, I mean, dude, can we get more than, like, seven fantasy points in the semifinals? Like, is that so much to ask? Keenan Allen throws for goes for 104, but Justin Herbert can't throw a touchdown pass. Um, the Rams stifled Russell Wilson last week. I don't think these situations are comparable, but I was, I was disappointed by Justin Herbert's performance. And look, I I'm in a guillotine league where I picked up Justin Herbert last week. And I think I'm going to start Kirk cousins over him this week. Like, I think I I'm just like, you know what? I already have Justin Jefferson. Let me get that stack going. Like I, just just to show you where my mindset's at right now. That was a disappointing performance fantasy-wise for Justin Herbert. It really was. Um, but Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, these three guys are must-starts. Uh, you got a freaking goose egg from Gerald Everett. Again, go somewhere else for your tight end position. Let's talk Steelers-Ravens. Steelers actually have, Joe, a nice collection of young skill guys. They do. Um, Kenny Pickett, I, I think, has been mediocre at best this year, but you can't write a guy off after um, a rookie season playing in an let's, uh, um, interestingly designed offense behind a bad offensive line. But all those guys, those young players, all came through for them against the Raiders last week. Najee Harris, he gains 95 yards from scrimmage, catches six passes. George Pickens, five catches for 57 yards and scores a touchdown. Deontay Johnson... Ross, he continues to extend his record. He has seven targets, five for 64 receiving, still has not scored a touchdown this year. Again, if if the season were to end today, Deontay Johnson would have the NFL record for most targets without a receiving touchdown. He can end that that honor by just getting in the box. And then, of course, Pat Fryermuth comes back from the dead and catches seven passes for 66 yards. The problem, of course, is that this is a bad matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore gave up production, by the way, on the ground to Tyler Algier last week. So I will start Najee Harris. The problem here for Najee Harris is what happened to him earlier this year in this matchup. Um, Harris carried just 12 times for 33 yards against the Ravens in week 14. His lowest yardage performance of the second half of the season, and that, which is when he came out of the bye healthy. Like in week 14, he may need a touchdown to come through for fantasy. I consider Pickens a wide receiver three. I consider Deontay Johnson a wide receiver three. And I think you just have to suck it up and start Najee Harris this week. For the Ravens, we don't know who their quarterback is. Yeah, their offense is terrible. I mean, I'm probably starting Dobbins, Gus Edwards, if you, you need a prayer. I mean, I think you can absolutely consider benching Mark Andrews at this point. Even if, look, if you made it this far with Mark Andrews, that might even be a moot point because like there's going to be so many Mark Andrews teams who didn't make it this far with him given his struggles of late. And even last week, he's all pissed off. Oh, I'm the, I'm dropping passes. I want more targets and all this. And then he comes out, Tyler Huntley throws 17 balls, completes nine of them. Three of them go to Mark Andrews. I think you can consider benching him at this point. Um, the question is, do you have somebody better? Am I benching Mark Andrews for Tyler Higby? No, I'm not. Am I benching Mark Andrews for, for Gerald Everett? No, I'm not. So it's just a matter of, do you have a guy who you could bench him for? Hmm. Interesting. Um, last but not least, Joe, we got the Bills and the Bengals. The best game of the week by far is Monday night football. Bills how and Bengals. Ma- how many? And this is when this game was scheduled. Everybody said, how many fantasy matchups and championships are going to be decided on Monday night of week 17? 
And I know things happen in the NFL, you know, uh, Broncos, Broncos, Rams, when they scheduled that game on Christmas day, they were probably like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And then we saw what happened in that game, you know, with, with, with what happened with those two teams, this game, fortunately is going to live up to the hype. And, and, and it has, uh, it has a massive total. The total here in this game is 49 and a half in cold Cincinnati. Um, and it's going to be a great matchup. Um, the question I have is does Tredavious white shadow Jamar chase? He's still likely getting his feet under him. Um, I don't think a, a Tredavious White shadow should scare us off of using Jamar Chase. Not that you're benching Jamar Chase anyway. Garrett Wilson hung four for 51 on White uh, in week 14. But I wonder if that is something that the Bills will consider doing, in which case it boosts up T. Higgins again, who's coming off, who has back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. The Cincinnati Bengals, since week six, have thrown the ball above expectation more than any team in the NFL. This week's matchup with the Bills, obviously, gives them all the more reason to lean on Joe Burrow's arm and away from Joe Mixon's legs. According to Fantasy Points data, this offensive line-defensive line matchup for Cincinnati has the worst rush score of the entire week. So I expect Joe Burrow to drop back 50-plus times in this game. I really and truly do. The good news for Joe Mixon... Oh, by the way, that's also problematic because L. Collins is out for the season. So that's certainly something that maybe changes the approach for the Bengals. In encouraging news, though, Mixon tied a season high with seven catches last week. So you could trust that Joe Mixon could get it done for fantasy through the air, despite the brutal matchup on the ground. What about Buffalo? They ran the ball well last week, Joe. Yeah, I mean, uh, they nearly had two 100-yard rushers, um, which would have been – they would have been the second team of the week to do that because Carolina did it as well. Um, the thing about Buffalo is, really, as the weather gets colder, that run game does become more important for them because, again, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, they're nice players. They are. But they're not star players. And they this is really a, an offense that has two stars, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And quite frankly, Josh Allen did not play well last week against Chicago. He was really bad in that game. Stephon Diggs against a secondary that is so banged up. I understand the weather was bad. But against a secondary that is so banged up, top corner Jalen Johnson's on IR. Diggs gets two targets. How many fantasy seasons are over because of that? Guess what I expect? I expect the Buffalo Bills to come out of the gates throwing, and I expect Josh Allen to target Stephon Diggs two times or more on the Bills' opening drive. Write that down. Two targets all of last week. I think he might get more on the opening drive this week against Cincinnati. If you manage to survive with Stephon Diggs, go back to the well. I think he goes off in this game against Cincinnati. That's my prediction. Dawson Knox, by the way, that might be a guy I play over Mark Andrews at this stage. Ooh. Cincinnati's matchup, the matchup with Cincinnati, not one that's like overly restrictive to me. They gave up a hundred yards to Kendrick Bourne. Obviously they gave up the, the BS hail Mary to Jacoby Myers. I understand that. Um, but this is a matchup that I think through the air can be exploited. I think Dawson Knox is somebody I would start over Mark Andrews this week. Just to throw a name out there for you. Joe Dolan is always in my starting lineup at FG underscore Dolan. He is the man. Fantasypoints.com using the code 22FEAST is the key. Good luck, everybody. 
that's in your fantasy championships, make sure you're following at Ross Tucker Pod as well as me at Ross Tucker NFL. Anybody wants to send us tweets next week with screenshots or kudos when you win your fantasy championship, make sure you tag at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, and at FG underscore Dolan. We'll get you some retweets. You deserve them if you bring home the championship. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.